Beck, Sports Illustrated. The Jazz have the Grizzlies three times in six nights. You get the chance to really get to know an opponent just like you do in a playoff series and you scout them more. During a normal regular season, you're not tailoring your strategies to your opponent. It's not until the playoffs usually that you really seriously game plan based on who you're facing. Three games out of four, I would imagine Quinn Snyder and his staff are actually digging into it a little bit more. It's also a team that conceivably the Jazz could be facing in a 1-8 matchup. That'll make things interesting. A little bit more of a chess match, perhaps. I mean, I knew this season, obviously, they're getting teams to play twice in a row quite often, but three times in four games? That's wild. <laughs> Joining us now, he covers youth basketball as well as BYU football for the Deseret News. He's our friend, Jay Drew. Give us kind of the basics of Craig Smith's contract. The base salary is 1.85, and then he's got a bunch of perks, vacation money for his family and tuition for his kids, country club membership, use of a car, and things like that. The one interesting thing, he has incentives based on gate receipts. I've never seen that in a coaching contract before, but, you know, you would think that would be incentive for him to beef up the schedule. I think people would rather see him play, oh, I don't know, Utah State instead of Stony Brook. And if he does schedule that, it could put money in his pocket. The nine-loss UCLA Bruins, do you honestly believe they're one of the best four teams in the country, or are you going to get on board with me? They got hot at the right time. No, I will say they have proved they are. Stop Let me it. get this straight. You don't believe a team that has won so many games in a row against good teams is not one of the best teams in the country because of what happened in November. Oh, the other several months of the season. Yes, <laughs> we put too much emphasis on the tournament because it's not about finding the best team. It's about what team gets hot at the right time. That may be one of the most illogical statements oh. I've ever heard. you got to win games when your season is on the line. And that's what UCLA is doing. Sam Amick of The Athletic. Not to take the spotlight off the Jazz, but I think they're sharing that spotlight with the Nuggets. Those two organizations have been on somewhat similar tracks. You know, they have incredibly unique talents as the centerpiece of what they do at the center spot with Gobert and Jokic. They've got wings, Donovan Mitchell, Jamal Murray, that are wildly talented, but kind of face some skepticism about those playoff moments when that little hesitation when it matters most could be the difference between a win and a loss. And Denver and Utah have kind of had similar stories there. But the Jazz, to come out of what happened last year and seemingly be stronger and better as a team, is really impressive stuff. Coach Aaron Roderick, offensive coordinator at BYU. Everybody is curious to know how the emerging talents at quarterback are going. We gave reps to four guys this spring, which is not ideal. When you give reps to four guys, you're sort of at risk of maybe not anybody getting enough reps to know anything. That's the risk of it, but I felt like it was a unique situation where we could spread the reps around this spring without really hurting our development. So that's what I did. Gave them all reps, and we've got a good group. These guys are good players. We're going to continue this competition into fall camp. Probably seven to ten days should have a pretty good idea of what direction we're going to go, but still need a little more time. Is Donovan Mitchell of the caliber now that he can lead a team against the best teams in the league in a playoff situation? I think he is. I think a part of that is the natural evolution of Donovan Mitchell, the player. I mean, he's still very young, just a few years into this league, so he had to grow and you know become the player that we're seeing right now. I think the other part of it, which is just as big, is that he is now, for the first time in his career, surrounded by championship-level teammates that should allow him to play at a championship level. When you get into the postseason, Mitchell's going to have opportunities to prove himself as a playoff performer, and if he does, he's going to take this team to a whole nother level. But it is one of those things that until you actually see it, you can only guess if it's there.
show. When it comes to talking sports, these guys don't have a clue on the big show. They'll talk about the latest trends and celebrities galore on the big show. About the only thing they're good for is reading you the scores on the big show. Monson and Scott are ready to go. Big show. It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, sounds of the week right there. Great job, Austin. Brought to you by our friends at Jazz Ticketing. A limited number of Upper Bowl tickets are available for tomorrow night's game against the Magic. Call or text 801-355-DUNK now to purchase tickets to the game. Jump on that. That's not going to last long. Your chance to see jazz basketball. Make it happen. All right, Jake hanging out with you live at the warehouse here in Salt Lake City, 1825 South, 300 West. Prices so low, it'll blow your mind. It is the warehouse. Uh, Austin Horton producing today, as usual, back at our Carrier Zone studios at Vivint Arena and safely social distancing from Casa de Monson, the one, the only, Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. Hello, Jake. I hope you're having a good Friday. A beautiful day out there today. Absolutely stunning. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in a good mood. I'm ready to go. You are. And, you know, you're... as I was listening to Sounds of the Week there, it's, you know, we've had, a, we've had a jam-packed week. We have had a, a jam-packed week, and it seems like, man, with, with all the, these jazz games, time is just clipping on by. It's, a, it's amazing. Another Friday. Back here at the warehouse, back here in a just a, a wonderful spot that I will uh, uh, mold into my own over the next five hours. So yeah, I'm ready to roll. I'll I'll get you a burger if you can tell me exactly how many games within three seconds. How many games the Jazz have left? Oh, I have no idea. Twenty something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. How many they've played? What forty six, forty seven. Yeah, that sounds about right. I and mean, when you're seventy-two. Yeah, I mean, uh, honestly, when you're in the thick of it, uh, I I don't tick them off one day at a time because it's not like I'm counting down toward the end. And in the end, in you know, it's looking like it should be pretty amazing. So, um, yeah, what? Let's see here. They've played forty-seven games, Gordon. Yep. So do your math. Is that twenty-five games left? That sounds about right. Yeah. So, uh, coming down the home stretch, and and actually, and, and we'll dig into it, I'm sure. But it, uh, I wonder how the home stretch looks for this Jazz team because you know they they can't seem to build a lead over the Suns. The Suns just kind of keep it close a little bit, and uh, you know I wonder if we'll see them get out in front enough that they try some strategic rest and that sort of thing to go into the playoffs as healthy as possible. Well, that might be handy right at the final week of the season or something like that. But I think on the whole, it's good for a team to put pressure on the Jazz, you know, just to keep them, keep them that much uh, more involved. If the Jazz were up ten games, I mean, it, I don't know. I don't know what kind of, whether that would have a positive yeah, effect. Yeah, if they were doing that, they'd be the Warriors of three or four years ago. <laughs> it's terrible. They'd be what Steve Kerr said they were. <laughs> just be awful, being up ten games. Uh, but currently, they're up three over the sense yeah. so uh how are you gordon how are things doing all right doing yeah 
Beautiful, beautiful. I'm doing beautiful. I mean, I went for a walk earlier this morning and looked around and thought, what a glorious place to live. Yeah, it's uh, it buoyed my spirits. Yeah, the weather is certainly good. We we uh, hit the playground with the three-year-old today. Seemed like a good opportunity uh, to do so. Did you try and fly a kite? No, no, did not. Uh, did not uh, try and fly a kite. Just you know just why? Went to the playground because you you've you've learned your lesson that when it's not windy out, you don't try and fly. A kite. I, I'm not going to take the bait here because what you're talking about in your opinion on the matter is personally offensive to me. So I'm going to take the high road. <laughs> I'm going to take the high road, and I'm going to say let's because, just move on. Because if you engaged fully, you would, might say something you would regret. No, it's it, you calling me a bad parent, and I, I don't feel like having that argument today. I really don't. No, no, I had no, a really I, I nice morning with uh, with my daughter this morning. Like I said, we did hit the playground. Like Things are good. Things are, things I'm just saying, I never called you a bad parent. All I did, said though. was, I, I didn't mean it that way, if that's the way it came across. What, what I meant was that make sure it's windy on a day that you take your child out to fly a kite because if it's not windy out, then you're going to disappoint your child because she's not going to be able to fly that kite and then she's not going to have any fun. So the, the, you know, all, all I was saying was wait for the wind to blow before you actually take her out. Yeah, you're not a bad parent. You're a disappointing parent. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks That's a lot. Thanks a lot, Ben Franklin. <laughs> Appreciate it. But you know what? We were trying. She'd been dying to fly that kite for weeks, and we were just trying. We had a, a moment as a family. And by the way, you're also ignoring the, the part of the story where our whole afternoon was wrecked by somebody who had an unleashed dog, which was the point <laughs> of the story in the first place. And then you went down the bat. Again, why, why are we doing this? Why, I, <laughs> no. I, I just wanted to correct that I wanted to correct the situation that you wouldn't think that I was trying to make you feel bad. All I, I was just, as Bronco used to say, a teachable moment. That's all. Stop and, it. And I, You're doing nothing but upsetting <laughs> me. You're not helping anything. Well, I mean, here's the thing. And, and I learned this, no, too. I no, learn I this. Want to, no, no, I don't want No, I don't want you to too. hear you lecture me about the win. That's not no. how I want to start the show. <laughs> The thing about it, the thing about it is, like I, I remember taking the kids out when they were quite young to fly kite, and it would just go straight into the ground, and it, it was, I thought, okay, this is, this is, this is not what the kids had in mind. So we all, we all live and learn, and we all move forward. But I hope you had a good day on the playground. <laughs> what was that? I'm sorry, I took off the headphones. <laughs> Any, Were you talking about the warehouse? Because that's where I am. Eighteen twenty. Any loose dogs uh, off the leash today? No, no, not oh. today. All, all leashed dogs, thankfully. Uh, we do have jazz gear uh, that I'm seeing Johnny Lightfoot lay out right now. We've got a lot of it. Look at those socks. Look, uh, describe some of it, Jake. Uh, we've got some some socks. Those are pretty sweet. Some some jazz socks. Come down and get those because those aren't going to last. Um, we have jazz shirts. Did I see a, a hoodie type? thing over there johnny yeah hoodie nice man all right it looks kind of small though if you're if you're an extra sized person maybe not a hoodie so socks and hoodie type wait stop it we have jerseys (laughs) wow wow this is a i know it's good friday but it's a it's a good friday for our listeners i i would recommend that you come down to the warehouse 1825 south 300 west because 
we got something for you, and uh, it's going to be pretty cool. And you know, not Jake, to mention the best prices on on furniture and and adjustable beds you're you're going to find anywhere. I I uh, you left us wanting a little bit on the description there, but uh, it's okay. How? We got, I don't know. It we just got some socks. Kind of vague, didn't it? Some uh, hoodie type things. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I wasn't specific enough. It, it's all jazz related. What do you like? I mean, we've got the the socks have the the note logo. They are the Mardi Gras colors, uh, and they oh. look extremely comfortable. Says, See, now uh, you sound a little more like you're on the QVC network or form something. Form fit band, breathable yeah. construction, padded <laughs> sole. Uh, What's the plus, washing instructions? Plus toe box. <laughs> Okay, we'll see. From, that's a, a, from a fine company called Rock'em Socks. Okay. <laughs> so, is that better? Is that better? Yeah. I'm I'm getting disapproval from from the crowd here at the warehouse. I wouldn't so. say better. There's more description there. That was that was more specific. <laughs> that's accurate. Yeah. Still not very, uh, <laughs> very. Uh, what's the word? Uh, You're no of, Bob uh, Ross. Uh, yeah, you didn't really color it out. You know. <laughs> It's all right. Well, I mean, we have the the red jazz shirts, the kind of old school city <laughs> edition that they do say Mitchell on the back, so that's pretty cool, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. We have uh, some blue T-shirts with the traditional jazz note on the front. Uh, those are those cotton, Johnny. Those look like cotton to me. Seventy <laughs> percent cotton, seventy percent is good enough for me. Thirty percent polyester. All right. So that's that particular Jake, shirt. What you will you will never get a job on a on a network selling items because uh, that uh, you know I mean I, I'm sure you haven't practiced that much. It's okay. How about this? Uh, we have hats of various colors. <laughs> okay. We have kid they, stuff. That is they, rad for a kid. Utah Jazz basketball kid shirt, or or actually that could be for a uh, a female. All right. Sounds good to me. What's that one made out of, Johnny? This is 65% polyester. 65% polyester, 35% rayon? That's 50% stupid. Okay. All right. So that's what we got. Come on. All right. Never mind. Uh, Do we want to to dive into your list? Uh, Yeah, I'm ready. We, we, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about the gear here. Should we get into, (laughs) should we get into the list and notch a couple items off before we talk to our guy, Clayton? Okay. All right. Let's get to it. Go ahead, Austin. And now another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know we're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's list on 97.5, 1280, the zone and the zone sports network. I'm telling you right now, if you could cause, say, 10 wet diapers per season, you're an MVP. Do we have ostriches flying around Salt Lake City? And do ostriches fly like that? I did nothing with Juice Newton except learn to play polo and sleep in her bed. In very rare situations, is it a good idea to lie? I I, I just think that karma comes back to bite you in the butt. You hit an ostrich, forget about it. I'm saying, Scotty's nobody. We pulled it off. Jordan's List brought to you by Tim Daly Nissan Murray, home of the auto warranty that doesn't quit. It's endless, it's perpetual, it's forever. 
uh, Tim Daly, Nissan, Murray. All right, Gordon, where do you want to start the list today? Well, let's start with the jazz. Got a few jazz items here, but uh, you know, in playing the, the, those sound bites, there uh, again, we need to apologize for our sort of having a little fun with the bird thing because this jazz thing in the airplane was very serious, Jake, and we didn't realize how serious it was. Well, right? Why, you, let's let's use the term "we" loosely there, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're dodging the blame, are you? No, no. I mean, it was our show. I'm here too, uh, so uh, I'm I'm not dodging anything. But I just loosely we. Well, the Jazz and Bulls tonight here. Uh, Donovan uh, spoke to his uh, experience on that plane and uh, quite frightened. Hates flying anyway. Is not is a white knuckle f- flyer and just really gets nervous. But uh, when when the engine blew, then obviously uh, he he texted his mom and his sister and said essentially he thought this could be it. So I mean that is really really frightening stuff. But he says uh, he says he'll be all right. He says he'll be all right. He just needed a day to clear his mind, and he's got a job to do, and he's going to be ready to go when the Jazz fly out again in a few days. So uh, what did you think of his uh, remarks, Jake? Yeah, I think stuff like anxiety is real. That's it real is. for folks, and so it's it's real for Donovan. I've, you know, it's a it's a thing that he's going to have to deal with, uh, given his his chosen profession, and I, I'm sure that's a real challenge for him. I, you know, I I wish him the best in doing so because that's that's not easy. And I, you heard all his teammates. We heard from well, I guess Conley didn't really address it, but it's not because why. It, I think it was because. Donovan, why he wasn't there wasn't entirely public, but Jordan Clarkson hinted at it. Joe Ingles hinted at it uh, when he when he joined PK this week that they don't blame Donovan one bit. Like it right. was a really traumatic experience, and they all had those kind of thoughts and uh, on on how not excited they were to to get on a plane again. And yeah, I I think I think it's all right that uh, you missed the day of work because you were shaken up a little bit. You know, I don't know if the Jazz right. have – I imagine they probably have uh, team psychologists and whatnot, but it would be good, for I think, for Donovan to talk with some a professional to sort of uh, ease his way through that. I mean, it's very real. I would and guess he I, already I, has, I, Gordon, to be honest yeah. with you. If this is yeah. something that he's been dealing with for a while, I would uh, I, would, I would guess he's explored strategies to cope with it and probably well, needs as to, we talked to about go back to his support take- system, you know. Nearly 50% of uh, the population has some fear of flying. So, I mean, this is very, this is common. Uh, I, I guess it varies degree uh, by degree, but uh, certainly Donovan, not his favorite thing to do. And obviously in his line of work, he's in the air quite a bit. So uh, hopefully someone can help him because the statistics are so far in his, in his favor and in anybody's favor really in that regard. But anyway, uh, He's had some good company in the past as far as great athletes who have had fear of flying. And so hopefully he'll be able to do that and not let it interrupt with his with his desire and his focus to keep on winning because uh, we all know that he's driven in that regard. So the Jazz end up with the Bulls tonight, Jake. Uh, the last report I saw was that Zach Levine – and Colby White uh, might both be out. I don't know if that's a sure thing or not, but um, 
I, man, it just seems like the Jazz have played a lot of teams that have been missing players, you know? Uh, Lucevic, uh, newly acquired center, uh, I assume he'll he'll be uh, in the lineup. But uh, I don't know. It doesn't really matter at this point with what the Jazz are doing. They just got to concentrate on doing what they like to do, what they need to do. And the Bulls are not particularly good defensively. I think they ran, their rating is like 24th in the league. So the Jazz should be able to be pretty smooth shooting the ball tonight. So on the, the players uh, missing games against the Jazz, I think two things. I think one, I think that's really common this year. I think this year has been an abnormal year with abnormal off seasons, which are going to have abnormal by- byproducts. But I think it also stands out against the fact that the Jazz have been very fortunate in their health this year uh, on every single level. So I think when you see the Jazz play these teams that are missing guys, I mean, we, we forget about all the times when, you know, Rudy would mitch, miss stretches or going back to remember George Hill, how on and off he was. I mean, like, you know, usually NBA teams deal with a lot of this stuff. I think it's even more this year, but I certainly think it stands out because the Jazz have been really fortunate in, in how they've handled things. Uh, with regards to health on all levels. And as we mentioned the other night, when Donovan wasn't in the lineup, the Jazz uh, gutted it out and, and got a victory. So, I mean, you know, it's not all bad, I think, when players miss games. I don't like it when it's load management, management but I, if somebody has a need and are, can't play, then uh, maybe the other, maybe it's good for the other players to sort of take some responsibility upon themselves to fill in the gaps when folks are gone. But uh, you're right, the Jazz have had a pretty good run of luck, and, and uh, you know, certainly you wish that for all teams to be healthy as possible, especially in a year like this. Do you think we mentioned we were joking around about how many games are left? The Jazz are playing 72 games. Do you think this – I know it's uneven – but do you think this Jazz team could end up with fewer losses than the 1997 Jazz? Well, why don't we throw a tease on that? Because that, yeah. that sounds like a, a topic of uh, worthy of discuss. So why yeah. don't we jump to that uh, coming up on the other side? Any other teases on the list you want to you wanna throw out real quick? i uh, got some stuff on uh, Craig Smith. Got some stuff on Major League Baseball. Got some stuff on LeBron James. Got some stuff on Zach Wilson. So we'll get to it. All right, there you go. Gordon's List continues on. Stay tuned, but we are live at the warehouse here in Salt Lake, 1825 South and 300 West. Our friend Clayton jumping on with us, of course. Clayton, how are you, sir? What's up, Jake? Dude, did you see all the gear we have this week? It's a good week. It is a good week. All right, guy. You sneak over there and snap up a couple of things. Maybe I'll take a a T-shirt. My dad dad is the biggest jazz fan. So many good memories watching jazz games with him, and I'm gonna try to sneak over to the hospital tonight and watch the game with him. I know he loves. Well, we'll sneak him some gear. Maybe I'll take him a some. Those, those, I think the socks. Cheer are, him up. The socks are pretty sharp. Yeah, those like socks are cool. Yeah, they're pretty sharp. Those are awesome. So let's get we, to some deals. Yeah, let's do it. What are What are we uh, focusing on today? I got some onesie twosies, Jake. Okay. We are. Oh, my dad's really smart, and he would he would forecast out and and. Even with doing these radios, he'd like plug out a year and forecast all these all these radio uh, deals with you guys. And he kind of did the same with our inventory. So we just found out April eighth we're getting all new inventory, and I gotta move space. One of the one of the downsides about this 
the only downside I would say about this location is it's a little bit smaller than our old location. It's so much better looking. The lighting is so much better, but it's is smaller. So with that smaller size, room is a premium. Room is a premium. Yeah. Customers get to save on moments like this. So I got to move a bunch of product. These things aren't going to last, and let's get straight to it. I got dining room tables starting at two ninety nine. And I got, I got even got, I even got dining room tables with leafs. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you know what a leaf is, of course. Right? Yeah, but when in-laws you're entertaining, come over, separate it, put it in. I got in, I got, I got dining room tables with leafs starting at three ninety nine. Wow. I have nightstands, uh, onesie twosies, and I, I even got uh, four boxes of the same, starting at ninety nine dollars for the set. That's fifty bucks a nightstand. Which you're not, you're not finding that anywhere. You're not finding that, you know, not even on the internet. I yeah. have chairs, dining room chairs, living room chairs, something you might put on your patio starting at $49. Ooh, it is getting patio time out there. Weather's nice this weekend. Yeah. Come in, choose a chair, and throw it out on the patio. I also have side tables, coffee tables, starting at 49 bucks. Wow. Which is crazy. And let's get to let, – let's, let's end with mattresses. If you need – I only have one queen left. I sold, I sold the other queen right before you guys came in. I only have one queen left, but if you need a mattress, I have – Kings and Cow King mattresses starting at $100, which is crazy. Wow, you're not finding that anywhere. Nowhere. That is crazy. That's even. That's the best price in the country, guaranteed. Boom. I've, I've been doing these remotes for a while. I don't know. I don't think I've We've heard. We've never done it. I don't think I've and heard your problem. The only reason I'm though. doing it is because I move the stuff. And so I can't move these mattresses, <laughs> and I got to get rid of them. Yeah, they got to go. So only while supplies last. These deals aren't going to last forever. Come see me through the weekend. We're going to move all these onesies, twosies uh, before our inventory gets here on the on April 8th. Oh, man, take advantage of it. That's incredible. 1825 South, 300 West. This weekend is your weekend to deck out your house. It's the warehouse. We'll have uh, more coming up next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Searching for something, something never comes, never leads to nothing, nothing satisfies, but I'm getting close, closer to the prize at the end of the road. You're locked on to the big show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone, live at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West here in Salt Lake City. Uh, got listeners coming down, getting after this gear, Gordon. want to encourage you out there to do so. If you're in the, in the neighborhood, come down, grab the gear, but certainly check out the deals on, uh, on the furniture. And uh, Clayton mentioned the mattress deal. My goodness, it's not getting better than that. Uh, as a guy who spent way too much time like five years ago shopping for a mattress, do yourself a favor and just take advantage of the deal here. Adjustable beds, of course. Uh, Clayton talked about two nightstands for 100 bucks. It's amazing. You don't even find that stuff online. So 1825 South, 300 West. All right, Gordon, let's uh, continue on with your list on this fine Friday. Yeah, I asked the question, could the Jazz end up with fewer losses than the Jazz had in 1997? When they went 64 and 18. Now, obviously, they'll play, like we said, 10 fewer games this year. But do you th- if there's 25 games left, you think they could have fewer than seven losses? 
Uh, well, as as Kevin Garnett uh, once uh, proclaimed, anything's possible. Uh, of course, Gordon. I mean, on, on the the winning clip that they've they've been on this season, one hundred percent. Yeah, pretty close to that, right? I mean, what do we say? Twenty five games left to to have them go. What would that be? Eighteen and seven. Uh, I mean, I I, <laughs> I I've been doing this all year. I guess you know I wouldn't bet on that, but. I've been wrong at every, about everything I've said that about this year. Well, I wouldn't bet on <laughs> I wouldn't bet on them going three and one, Gordon, and then they go four and zero. Oh. So, you know, at, at some point, you know, maybe we'll jump on board with uh, with what this team, the pace that they've been on. But uh, if you're asking me if it's possible, certainly possible. Well, the Jazz have had a terrific season with a whole lot of wins, but that shows you how great that '97 season was for them to only have 18 defeats in 82 games. Fairly remarkable, I'd say. So we'll see what happens this time around. And obviously we can't really comment on on how good this team is relative to those great teams in the late 90s, but uh, maybe when it's all said and done, we can. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're on that pace, Gordon, and we just haven't yeah. seen it in so long. Maybe we're, we're hesitant to buy in, but, uh, well, at least buy in on that level. Um, right. But they've they've done nothing but show that that's who they are so far this season. If you were Craig Smith, Utah's new basketball coach, Jake, give me three things that uh, three boxes to check that would be at the top of your priority list as the new coach there. Unlike the day to day, or are you talking about just three things that, that three things that are automatic that he needs to address. Well, keep uh, keep the talent that is there home. I, I guess that would be step number one. Timmy Allen. Well, he's not there, right? He's, he's well. I mean, can he can he get him back? Well, they have two of their better players whose parents were on the former staff. So <laughs> I'd figure out what you're doing with those two guys because they're. I, I think there's a lot of potential in both of them. So figure out a way to 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 keep them home, amongst others. I don't want you know. The, but the talent that you think would fit, keep that uh, keep that there. And then I think you got to – well, rounding out your staff, I mean, that's 1A, 1B, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. bringing DeMarlo Slocum, uh, Slocum home uh, – or home, back to Utah. And uh, bringing um, – and his name is escaping me right now, but uh, the assistant from, from Utah State. Um, you know, how are you going to round out that staff? What type of coach are you going to hire? Um, those sorts of things are, are fairly immediate, but it if I I go pretty heavy into the transfer portal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I go out That's... there and and try to find some some dudes to build around fairly immediately. I I think there's going to be a real glut of of uh, you know young talent coming into the the ranks that don't have a home because of the COVID situation. So maybe you know for now. Uh, go grab some upperclassmen or transfer guys, but know that there's going to be plenty of freshmen out there to be had uh, coming up here in the next year or two. So the other maybe day go that when, direction. The other day when I was on with PK and we had Craig Smith on, um, he he compared the transfer the transfer portal to uh, free agency in the NBA. I thought, <laughs> yeah, he's got something there. So it, go it, get except yourself. for more so, except for like free agency in the NBA, you know, player is only free agent once every few years. I mean, yeah. 
Oh, the trans well, if they get a free transfer, combine that with the graduate transfer um, loophole. I mean, you can find guys that are going to move around three, four times in their career. Mm-hmm. So, Jake, Major League Baseball is uh, reportedly moving the All Star Game out of Atlanta because of the new voting laws in Georgia. Um, I know you don't like to talk politics much on the show, but what do you make of a move like that? Well, I think Major League Baseball can do what they want. I mean, I I think that they have decided that this is the the best route for them for a variety of reasons, and, uh, you know, that's that's their decision to be made. Um, You know, the reason I don't like jumping into politics much is because I think sports is kind of a a unifier, and often um, politics are, are divisive. Um, the optimist in me says I hope it does bring attention to the not necessarily just the legislation that they're talking about, but the overall concept. Um, it's a pretty divided and hot button issue in this uh, in this country, you know, voter ID and that sort of thing, and probably is worthy of of plenty of investigation and discussion. And so, if this brings attention on that particular issue, I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. But you know, it's Major League Baseball's prerogative. And they decided that that's what they want to do, and that's what they're going to do. CNN reports that all LinkedIn employees, Jake, are getting paid, getting a paid week off starting April 5th to, uh, quote, unplug so their employees will avoid burnout. Good idea? So they're just picking one day to unplug. Who is doing this? I'm sorry. LinkedIn. LinkedIn. is allow, allowing their employees to uh, have a paid week off starting April 5th to, uh, you know, it's been a rough year. It's been a rough year for a lot of people. And I, I just thought that was kind of a nice gesture. I don't know if there's some ulterior motive there or whatever, but, uh, I mean, if I were an employee of that company, I would I would probably say thank you very much. And this is in in addition to their normal time off, or are they just telling their employees when they can go on vacation? No, I think it's in addition oh, to. I didn't just read checking. deep. You, you I didn't read know. deep into. Oh, yeah. Then that would be oh. that would be a disadvantage. I mean, Austin, if we said to you, we're going to give you a paid week off, starting April fifth, extra to whatever else uh, you get, uh, you'd probably appreciate that, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, I'm. I, if someone out there is like, "Who wants that?" Then uh, they've got some problems. I thought it sounded nice. Nice gesture. Jake LeBron James will uh, apparently have some say so and sway as part owner of the Red Sox and across uh, the pond, Liverpool. How much uh, did it? Did it say how much he bought? I think he's, he's part of that group that's involved in 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 it, and uh, I saw that the owner of Liverpool said that no, he's gonna he's gonna listen to what uh, what the the hoop star has to say, and I I thought this is kind of is the, I don't know has this been done a lot? I, I forgive my ignorance on this, but have there been a lot of athletes who have uh, been at least part owners i think it's a small part but a, a small a part owner of other clubs in other sports i i don't know uh we've we've seen athletes celebrities i mean don't the dolphins isn't like jimmy buffett and gloria stefan aren't they technically part owners yeah but they're um, not athletes you know they're not no, 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 i know i but i'm i'm saying 
athlete i'm i'm athlete in a celebrity like buying a minority inter, interest in a athletic franchise I, I anyway uh lebron carries enough sway in the athletic world i can certainly see the um appeal of having him as part of your your ownership group and i'm sure that uh you know, they gave him enough piece of the pie to make it worth his while to, uh, I don't, you know, his sway, use his sway, let me put it that way, on, uh, you know, other athletes and investors and that sort of thing to, to make a franchise healthier. I certainly see why that would be uh, attractive to other sports franchises out there. Well, he uh, he's trying to heal up, obviously, so he can – do his day job or whatever uh, with the Lakers, and then he's part owner of the Red Sox in Liverpool. Man, those are those are big time outfits. And uh, if you had LeBron James's money, if I had LeBron James's money, I would I'd be interested in being an owner. I, I think that'd be kind of fun. Although I really don't. I know there's a lot that goes into it, and it just seems like hey, that'd be a lot of fun looking from the outside. And I know there are details to take care of that uh, make it much more difficult. I remember talking to Ryan Smith, and he was talking about how, you know, there's so many details involved in in being a a professional franchise owner. Uh, But it sounds cool. It sounds fun. If you had that kind of money, would you be interested in doing using some of it in that regard? Oh, I think every sports fan, you know, has that uh, fantasy of what it would be like to be a, a sports owner, for sure. Um, I, I, I certainly understand why it's appealing to be a minority owner, certainly, because then you don't have a lot of those headaches and you can just, you know, get good seats to the game and uh, enjoy (laughs) everything and walk around and feel important. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That sounds that sounds pretty good. Right. Like the Drake's ownership of the Raptors. Just give me, just give me a little taste and, you know, come hang out at the game. Rub elbows with the stars, have a good time, <laughs> yeah. have a nice meal. Yeah, that yeah. sounds pretty good, right? It, it does sound. It does sound nice. Yeah. Bill Self uh, was given a lifetime deal at Kansas as the Jayhawks await sanctions. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what is that? Kansas just just giving the NCAA a big old middle finger? Uh, what, what, what? I think it's doesn't them, the timing of that seem kind of strange? I think it's them ignoring the NCAA. Just saying, yeah, yeah, we don't even care what you're going to do. We're we're keeping our guy because he wins a lot of basketball games. He does. He does that. I mean, his team has been to the NCAA tournament every year. He's been coaching there. Yeah, and, it's, and you know, uh, North Carolina comes open. And then today, Bill Self signs this. I mean, I'm sure it was somewhat in the works, but, you know. It's a big-time job in North Carolina that's going to have some big-time appeal. I'm sure Kansas doesn't want him straying. I just wondered about the sanctions and, and how severe they are and, and, you know, the university essentially just blowing that off. I, I think a lot of schools are self-interested, and they don't really care about uh, much else. And and maybe that's part of their mission is we don't care what anybody else thinks. We're going to do this our way. and. And if, uh, <laughs> okay, so let me give you an example. Last night I watched that uh, that uh, documentary on the dude, uh, who was the dude who was involved in the uh, admission scandal? It was Rick, uh, what was his name? Was it Springer or something? 
anyway, whatever his name was, uh, he, uh, you know, talking to the various universities to get uh, to get uh, the the the, uh, the offspring of wealthy and influential people in the schools in the side door, as the uh, documentary talked about. And uh, Jake, you're well aware of what happened with that whole thing. But I, I was sitting there going, the sailing coach at uh, Stanford, uh, he seemed like he got caught up in the middle of this, and it wasn't like he was pocketing the money himself. He was The money was going to the sailing program at Stanford. And, and then at the end, it said uh, that uh, Stanford was essentially pointing the finger at the sailing coach and just sort of bailing on the whole thing. And I thought, man, that's what a lot of these institutions do. If they're going to be threatened, then individuals are just going to be tossed by the wayside here. But in this case, Kansas is awaiting these sanctions from the NCAA, and they give their head coach a, a lifetime deal, like like, like they're just whistling in the dark. Well, I don't. I haven't seen the documentary, so you're buying the the Stanford coach's story then, and not the university. I don't know. They kind of slanted it in that direction. Most uh, documentaries know, doc- do. That's what yeah, you, you have to you, you know watch it through goes. that. You have to watch I, it through that lens. But yeah, yeah. What do I know? I, I don't know exactly what. It was but I, I agree with you that universities tend to protect themselves. That seems yeah. to be a motivation that's applied uh, repeatedly for with disastrous results uh, uh, at times. All right, Gordo. We'll get to more of the list coming up. Christian Kenny will jump on with us at three o'clock. Howard Beck jumps on the show as four, at 4 o'clock, as he always does. Or actually, I take that back. Howard Beck's going to be at 5. We'll have what's going on at 4. Apologies. We'll have more next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Live at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. I want to remind you to get your foursome together and sign up today for the Dyslexia Center of Utah Charity Golf Tournament. Join the fun May 13th at Cedar Hills Golf Course. 100% of the proceeds goes to the Dyslexia Center Scholarship Fund. Space is limited. Find out more at Dyslexia Center of Utah. Dot org. Uh, Gordon, we've got Kristen Kenny coming up at the top of the three o'clock hour. We're going to talk to Clayton here in a moment, but let's let's ratchet one thing off the list real quick. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, let's go with this one. You know, every time I go to a national website these days, it seems like they have something about the NFL draft and everything. That is ever every time the NFL draft comes up, Zach Wilson is pretty much front and center. I mean, Trevor Lawrence obviously is at the uh, the top of the heap, but Zach Wilson is getting so much publicity now. How much do you think this is helping BYU football, if at oh, all? 
Oh, I think it helps BYU football, absolutely, because nearly every time Zach Wilson's mentioned, BYU's mentioned. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, tremendous I, amount I mean, of attention. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's BYU's loving it. They're saying the more more the better. I, In fact, uh, I am sure with all those broadcast facilities down there, uh, Gordon, and all the, you know, the truck and all the stuff at their disposal, I bet they bent over backwards for ESPN and NFL Network to come in and show that pro day. Well, they were all over it. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, that was probably the easiest pro day they've ever broadcast because all the stuff was all there and ready to go. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how uh, hands-on uh, they are about that sort of thing. But, you know, I, I just keep seeing the BYU logo, the BYU uniform, BYU mentioned over and over and over again. And uh, if I'm Kalani Sataki, I am absolutely loving that, especially, especially for the quarterbacks, but it is, it is raising the awareness about BYU football. I mean, Zach Wilson will be the highest drafted local athlete. What? Since Alex Smith? Nobody else has gone that high, have they? I'm trying to think of, of basketball if you wanted to include that in the conversation. But uh, <laughs> then I went down the route, like, who was first, Alex Smith or Andrew Bogut? I would have been they went Alex the same Smith. year, right? Yeah, I think Alex Smith would have been first. So Andrew Bogut would be the answer to that question. <laughs> Chronologically, yeah. Yeah. So I, I just, Got him. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> These kinds of things uh are hard to 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 buy, you know, this kind of this kind of publicity. And I, I really don't know what effect it has on recruiting, whether there's a young high school prospect out there that is noticing what Zach Wilson has done and said, Man, I can I can get myself drafted perhaps in the top two picks if I go to BYU. I'm not sure whether everybody was aware of that in this generation. It's been a long time since BYU's had a had a pick like that. What Ziggy Ansa? Yeah, where did Ziggy it, go? He was he was like was five or six or something like five that. Five or wasn't six, he? yeah. Which but is, even then, by the he way, didn't really get good. that. He didn't get this kind of publicity, so that it was. His name was being tossed about the way Zach Wilson's has been. Not not as much. Granted, uh, Zach's a quarterback, and uh, yeah, so not as much. But I will say Ziggy got a lot because Ziggy's story was unique. Yeah, that's so true. he got a he got a lot of attention. Yeah, well, he, good I for mean, BYU. he was there at the draft. Remember, I mean, you know, because didn't Bronco go with him? Uh, I don't remember that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I, I Bronco. I'll tell you who this kind of sticks in their craw. It has to absolutely is Kyle Whittingham because Utah had an opportunity to get Zach Wilson and they did not choose him. They picked Jack Tuttle. Yeah. And uh, how'd that work out? Not so well. So all of this could have been going Utah's way and instead it's going BYU's way. And all of that is sort of related to what I wrote about uh, on a column that's posted at SOTrib.com if you want to check it out with what Utah football needs to do to to change its emphasis. So whether you agree with me on that or you disagree, uh, check it out if you want. Jake, I know you kind of disagree with me. But uh, anyway, check it out, and if you have any reaction to it, let me know. All right, we're here at the warehouse. We'll get to Christy Kinney coming up next. Stay tuned. But our friend Clayton is jumping on with us once again. We're gonna blow some minds with some incredible deals. What's I wanted up? to. I wanted. I wanted to add on to what Gordon was saying, and and 
yeah, of course I'm a BYU fan, so I'm loving the attention. But I want to add it to like Utah. Zach's from Utah. Alex Smith wasn't from Utah. I mean, he went to the University of Utah, but he wasn't Utah born and bred. He he didn't go to high school here. He wasn't born here. And not only Zach, but and I I've, I'm sorry, I'm I'm drawing a blank on his name. I'll butcher it. It starts with a P. St. George kid at Oregon that's like expected to go number oh, four. Oh, Penny Sewell. There you go. I mean, we got two Utah kids. I know he didn't go to school here in Utah, but. He's from Utah. He's a local boy anyway. Yeah. Still through and Says through. a lot about Utah football. The state. I love that. Yeah, I like that too. You're right on the money there. I like that. Jim McMahon was from Utah, right, Gordon? Well, yeah. He played at Roy High. But Steve Young was from Connecticut or something? Yes. So we can call yep, it, but he was, born in Salt, he was born in Salt Lake City. Oh, there you go. Uh, all right, let's blow some minds. Let's do this thing. Let's do it. Uh, on last break, we talked about some onesies twosies, and I, I kind of want to add on to that because I didn't get into, like, the uh, the upholstery and the and the love seats and kind of options I have on that. I have a theater. It's a it's a four-reclining chair, leather, like, kind of like a bench. It's something you put in a home theater, right? It's you, it's a manual, so meaning you plug it in and it automatically reclines the head, the feet. I'm doing this thing. We've had it forever. We sold the other three pieces. It's kind of a onesie, twosie kind of deal like I'm talking about. Leather, four reclining chairs. I'm at five ninety nine. Let's get it out of here. Let's just boom it. If you need something special like that, a big leather reclining, plug it in automatic that's normally, we haven't marked. You can go look at it. Twelve ninety nine. Half price. Let's wow. get out the door. Four recliners. I gotta make space, Jay. That's uh, that's that's an incredible deal. Leather. That's amazing. I also got a love seat. This love seat comes from the manufacturer that's right next door to us. Okay. That may or may start with the first letter in the alphabet. Uh huh. Love seat. It's an awesome microfiber. Normally four ninety nine. I'm at one ninety nine on this onesie twosie piece. You are moving stuff, Clay. I got to motivated, stuff, man. I'm motivated. Uh, I can tell. Yeah. I got to get rid of stuff. And and listen, if you're listening to this, this isn't a joke. This isn't a scheme. It's listen. I've been putting I've been putting charges of the company, and I got to make decisions. And I just found out that my dad was expecting on the second quarter having his inventory because of all the problems with COVID. And I just found out we got three trucks parked out front, ready to go. <laughs> I got to put these things in. That means I got to get stuff out. Right. So if you're listening to this, you need something for your house, come give us an opportunity. I would love to earn your business. We've got, like I said, dining room tables starting at two ninety nine, chairs starting at forty nine bucks. I got a love seat starting at one ninety nine. I got this awesome, like I just said, theater leather reclining four seats at five ninety nine. My uncle Clayton's here. I'm Clayton. So if basically you get come the Clayton in, sectional. Yeah. If you come in and scream Clayton, we'll come and help you. So come in and see us. I'd love to earn your business and, uh, and give us a shot on these prizes. 1825 South, 300 West. Amazing deals this week. Uh, appreciate you, Clayton. You're the best. Thank you, guys. All right. We'll have uh, Christian Kenny joining us next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.